At photographycourse.net, you'll be able to swap your expertise with other photographers, make light instead of wishing for it, expand your portfolio, and receive feedback from professionals, all of which will develop your artistic eye. Photographycourse.net offers an abundance of premium courses and challenges for participants at every stage of their journey, from technical settings for portrait photography, to landscape composition tricks, to how to start your own photography business, we have everything you need to start shooting confidently. You can work at a pace that suits you. Our 52-week project challenge will provide you with the educational resources, encouragement, and support that you need to take great photographs every week. You can join us at any time as our themes are evergreen. You can also start by shooting every day and learning something new with our 365 Days of Photography course. Led by an industry expert who has mentored over 10,000 students, this course will help you take your photography skills to the next level with daily, bite-sized videos. Throughout the process of learning, you'll have access to a community that will provide you with inspiration and motivation. Get encouragement from other photographers every single day. Our current limited time offer comes with a special discount code exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Claim this discount by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join photographycourse.net and capture more than just a moment. Hello everyone, my name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World Podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry, give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. In this episode, I speak with Heather Chesky, a senior portrait photographer and educator who is very passionate about helping photographers live their best lives. Heather and I talk about her work-life balance, how she managed to create a beautiful life for herself in which she doesn't feel stressed about her work, and much more. Please enjoy. Hi, Heather. Welcome to Great Big Photography World podcast. I am so thrilled to have you here. Please introduce yourself to the listeners. Oh, well, it's so great to be here. Thank you so much for that. So my name is Heather Chesky. I live in the Washington, D.C. area in the United States, and I've been a photographer for well over a decade, um, and it, I, I love it. It's been a, a great ride. I actually got my start when I laid off from my day job many, many years ago, and so I was kind of thrust into full-time photography and trying to figure out how to um, get more clients and actually make a, a living from photography. And it, it's been a wild ride. I can imagine that it's been a wild ride. And it's such an interesting story when you start with the fact that you got laid off. I mean, what was that like <laughs> and how did that lead to photography? Yeah, it was, it was so interesting because I remember it like it happened yesterday. I was working in an education and I was doing photography on the side and I loved photography. I really, really wanted to, you know, shift into full-time photography, but I was just scared. Like I didn't realize, um, I, I didn't know how to make it work. I had no marketing training, no business training whatsoever. So even though I love the craft, I didn't know anything about the business. And then also I just didn't even know if it was possible to make a living, at least not what we needed. Uh, with photography. And so I remember the day that I went into the office and, you know, my manager asked to see me um, in the conference room. And I just knew in my gut that it was not going to be good news. And um, I was right. <laughs> like he, he, he proceeded to tell me that he, I, the, the company was going through some layoffs and I was next on the list. And it was a really interesting feeling because on the one hand, I was 
scared because I just lost my income. But then on the other hand, I was so grateful for this opportunity. And in fact, the first words out of my mouth were, were thank you so much, which is really weird to say when you're laid off. But I felt like I finally had this opportunity to pursue what I was really, really passionate about. And um, there was no more waiting. Like I, I just had to dive right on in. So that was kind of like the start of really, really getting serious about photography. And honestly, losing my job was one of the best things that ever happened for me because it was a thing that pushed me into, you know, doing what I said I wanted to do. And there was no, um, there was no safety net. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no safety net. And in exactly those kinds of situations, you are often forced to pursue what you actually have always been caring about. <laughs> yes, exactly. Pursue, as, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you had this job, you were already into photography, and it was something you wanted to pursue initially. So yeah, oftentimes we're in our comfort zones, and we don't want to push too hard because we're afraid of what will happen. We're afraid of taking risks. But then life mm -hmm. throws something our way. <laughs> and <laughs> yep, and then you don't have a choice. <laughs> exactly, you don't have a choice. You don't have that comfort zone anymore. And right. so you got laid off and you decided to pursue photography. What was the first step? Did you start looking for clients? What was that like? Oh, goodness. The first step was, um, oh gosh, what was the first step? I think it was just a matter of, okay, I knew, so I got, obviously with my day job, I got paid every single Friday. And so my first step was to actually replace that income that I lost. There was honestly just no wiggle room in our, in our finances at the time. I was married. We did have a baby at the time. So my first step was, okay, like I just have to, bam, need to replace my income. And I also wanted to do it in a way where like my baby was eight months old at the time. So I didn't want to work every single day. I still had to, you know, factor in childcare and I still wanted to be, you know, I still wanted to be present in his life. So it's not like I wanted to work every single day around the clock. So I think the first step was really figuring out, okay, how do I need to be priced so that I can actually be present? in the life of my baby and actually be home most days and then also still contribute to our family finances. That was a, a really big learning curve, um, just really figuring out, okay, what is it that I need to charge? And then also learning how to communicate that with clients and then also getting to a point where I was comfortable um, charging that and then also sharing that information with my clients. It's really smart and very wise. The first thing you did was focus on replacing that income with something else. Right. That's right. Right. Especially if you have a family, but even if you live alone, that's the priority you need to pay. Right. And yeah. Take care. Yeah. Of mm -hmm. I have learned over the years that, you know, we all like, and all your listeners have a passion for photography and that's amazing. But at least in my case, in many of the students that I work with, when we actually are making money, it kind of gives us more options as we pursue our passion because we're not going to be stuck in a nine to five, or we do have the option to invest in some educational material that we feel like we need. So I know that like having the, the finances back up um, can really support you in your journey as a photographer. Absolutely. And I love the approach that you have to business because instead of hustling 24 seven, you have time yeah. that you can make for your family. You yes. don't really work a nine to five. As you said, you have a very uh, unconventional <clears throat> lifestyle. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a, a lifestyle that many photographers want to pursue. So what advice would you give to those people? Oh, yeah. So it, I, I will be honest and say that it wasn't always like that. There was a short season where I, I was hustling and I was working way too much. Um, so it, it wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but one, some of the things that I did that were very helpful 
is actually having no work, um, no work day. So like um, every Sunday, I got to a point where it's just like, hey, I'm not doing anything on Sundays whatsoever. No business, no shooting, no editing, no nothing, um, because I just needed that day off. And then also with a family, you know, obviously we've had more kids since then. And, you know, the responsibilities as a mom have also increased. And so that was also, okay, I need to figure out how to make this work with my family as well. And one of the best things I feel like my husband and I did was have designated days where I would be, um, where I would go leave the house to go photograph or meet with clients or honestly just go to a coffee shop and get work done undisturbed. So there was many, many years where every Wednesdays and Thursdays, those would be considered my quote unquote, you know, shooting days, my work days um, outside of the house. So as soon as my husband got home from work, um, he would know that I would be leaving to go do one of those things. And he was in charge of the kiddos, getting them ready for bed, um, all the house stuff. And it was actually really great to have that consistency in our schedule. He knew what to expect. I knew what to tell my clients. So I wasn't like, honestly, like I don't photograph on any other day other than a Wednesday or Thursday. Those are my days to photograph. So I even tell my clients that those are the days and they have to work within that because that's what works for my family. And so having that, um, those boundaries have helped tremendously in balancing out both of these big, big things in my life. Absolutely. That sounds amazing. And I think uh, if somebody's getting into this for the first time, they might be scared because if you do set boundaries, then some people might say, oh, it doesn't work for me. Right. So (laughs) how did you get over that fear? Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like a lot of times, and I definitely understand this, but I feel like a lot of times we put on um, more, like our clients don't think that way. So it was when I started thinking, okay, like I'm like, any other business, just like a dental office or a doctor's office, you can't schedule those on a Sunday afternoon. So if my client, you know, wants that, I, I just say, hey, you know what, like, you know, any other dental office, um, you know, our next available date is, you know, this date, it'll be for a time that I'm available for. And I just, I didn't budge from that. <laughs> and so I think that is just really, I knew that if I were to budge for that, then myself or my family would, would suffer. And like these boundaries are set up in place to help alleviate stress and also just to have um, some peace with family. Because there, uh, before I learned this, it was really confusing for my husband. It was really hard for me because I would just say yes to whatever, whenever, didn't have any clear schedule at all. And so it just felt like things were all haywire. And it, the home life was just kind of like super stressful, way more stressful than it needed to be. And it was because I was letting my clients and then also just saying yes to whatever, whenever. And so I just realized, okay, if I don't have these boundaries in place, I'm going to suffer. And so is my family. And if I'm building a business for my family, like I need to make the choices that are best for them. And, you know, granted, like that doesn't mean I want to, you know, treat clients poorly by any means. But again, just like any other dental or doctor's office, they have set business hours and these are my set business hours. And so if they want to be photographed by me, they'll have to move around whatever's in their schedule to make that happen. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And it gives you, as you said, a healthier family environment. And then yes. you also are not as stressed as you used to be. So you're happy at home. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. It's allowed me to be fully at home when I'm home. And then also when I'm out working, I can be fully focused in on whatever that work task is. So in that sense, I'm a lot more productive with my time because I'm not dealing with distraction 
I, you know, every moment of every day. Yeah, I think we're too hard on ourselves sometimes. And maybe there are clients who will say no to your boundaries, but then you will find many others who will respect them and won't even blink. And right. Honestly, like I, looking back, I can't remember a client who chose not to hire me because of that. Like they might've been like, oh, okay, well, we'll have to move this around and we'll have to move that around. But I cannot remember an instance at all where they just chose to go with somebody else because they, you know, of the, the timing that I was available to photograph. So I think we have this fear, but it might be unfounded because in reality, it doesn't necessarily really happen. Exactly. Yes. It doesn't happen every single time. That's for sure. So basically have the attitude of a doctor or dentist. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yep. You've worked with many photographers and clients. Uh, What has been the most memorable experience that you've had while working with someone? Yeah. um, So I... I was, let me start with the photography, a photography client. So I photograph a lot of high school seniors um, and it's something that I really, really enjoy and, and, and love. And um, they're, okay, maybe I just, will go into detail with this. So I actually have a year long program it's called a model program and it's a really great marketing strategy. And so every year I've had these girls be a part of the program. They're all paying clients, but they also get extra perks. It's a lot of fun. And one of the things that they get as a part of this program is they get um, a self-defense class. I'm a huge believer in every young girl um, knowing how to defend herself. There was an instance when I was um, a teenager where, you know, I was sexually assaulted and it was horrible. And I know statistically speaking, like this happens more often than we think. And I just really, I hate that. (laughs) Like, I feel like every woman needs to know how to defend herself because um, the reality is, is that, you know, sometimes we live in a scary world and things happen happen. And so this is a, was a big pain point that I learned from my high school senior uh, clientele. Um, A lot of them, or all of them were like going off to college in the fall. Parents were worried about the safety of their girls, um, you know, when they headed off. And then I also had this experience, um, this personal experience that really impacted me. And so I just really wanted to do something that would help my clients through that difficult season. And then, so then basically I started this thing called Fight Back Day where girls learn self-defense moves um, so that they can um, defend themselves if the situation warrants it. And so we've been hosting that for probably seven or eight years now. And I love, I honestly, I look back and I feel like that's probably one of the most successful things I've done with my business. And it's interesting because it doesn't necessarily have to do anything with photography, even though photography was the avenue that I got there. But I've had so many girls come to these events and either they um, were recently sexually assaulted and that event and, you know, just me sharing my story really helped them through the healing process. And then a, a handful of my girls have sought, like reached out to me personally and I've been able to take them out for coffee because they've been, you know, a victim of, you know, horrible circumstances and they just needed that somebody to talk to who, who gets it. And so I think being able to connect with your clients on that level is really what makes a big difference in their life. Of course, I want to make sure they have beautiful portraits for sure. Um, but I feel like that really gets to the heart of the matter and really serves them at a deeper level and really makes that long-term impact in their life. Well, that's a really powerful story. It's very sad to hear that so many young women and even young men go through these terrible uh, experiences, but it's amazing. Right. You have been giving them this opportunity to defend themselves. That's amazing. And it's so smart because Yes, you offer these photography sessions, but you also give them a bonus and it helps them their whole lives. Yeah, exactly. And it's so interesting because 
when I started this event, um, I had no, like, honestly, it was just like, Hey, like I see my girls really struggling with this. I want to do something to help them. And so I, I did that. And a byproduct of that was actually my, my business, um, boomed after that first event. Like, in fact, um, there was a local magazine that printed a seven page story on my business and, and literally my face <laughs> was on the cover of that magazine. So it had an amazing ripple effect on my business. And so one of the things that I've learned is that like the, one of the best marketing strategies um, out there is really just to figure out, okay, what is really problematic for your clients and what are some of the things that you can do to help alleviate that stress or that pain point. And it might have to, it might be perfectly, it, it might be like, you know, within you taking pictures or it might be something completely different. And like the sense or, or my example of having a self-defense class, but I've just learned that your business will grow when you serve your clients at, a, at that deeper level of understanding, okay, who are they beyond the camera and what are the things that you can do or the experiences that you have that you can help with through whatever difficult season or just, it, it doesn't even have to be a, as traumatic as, you know, sexual assault like that. That is more of an extreme case, but it could just be something as simple as, you know, um, you know, maybe just helping them plan their wedding or or um, like with my uh, brand clients, I do a lot more of, you know, um, talking about video ads and Facebook ads, because that's a really big pain point for them, because I also have experience with that. So it's just about, okay, thinking beyond just taking pictures and what are some other skills that you have or experiences that you can have that you have that could help your client um, through, you know, any pain point or stress or frustration that they're going through. That's so smart. And that will help you stand out in the industry. And that will exactly, help. exactly. Because as soon as I started that fight back day event, um, that is one of the things that really allowed me to stand out. And it was so interesting, because when I was marketing for future model programs and for future getting future high school seniors, I saw a huge shift in my clients, because I would be talking with parents, and typically, dads would be the one who were um, less likely or more hesitant on investing because it's not cheap. Uh, you know, custom photography is not cheap. At least it's not for, you know, within my business. And so dads traditionally would be like, Oh, like, I don't necessarily know. I don't know about this. I'm not sure if we want to spend it. But then as soon as I brought up the thing about, you know, self-defense and, you know, the fight back David and that how my girls get to be a part of that. And just honestly, just my story and why I chose to do that. I noticed a huge shift and just the dads wanting their girls to be a part of this because because they got more than than pictures and it's again it's not that pictures aren't important they are but th we go above and beyond and give them something that really helps them long term right yeah absolutely and it makes it more member memorable it helps you it helps sure. connect, connect with the photographer and so for these uh perks that you give to them these bonuses the self-defense classes and also the ads that you mentioned earlier do you charge extra for those or are they a part of the package so it's actually part of the package. So um, it's called a marketing with a model program is really the strategy. It's a year long program. So there is a upfront fee to join the program. And that includes the self-defense uh, class, along with a few other things like their, you know, high school senior portrait session. So they do have to pay to be a part of it. Um, and then also, I, I also sell artwork and albums. And so I do make more money later on that year from, you know, upselling those particular products to my clients. Um, so it's definitely a paid thing. But I will honestly, I'll say that the self-defense class, like I actually, that one specifically, um, that event, 
I actually open it up to everybody in the community because I don't like they, I believe so much that a woman should know how to defend herself that I don't want to put a dollar amount on it. And we actually raise, so we don't charge for it essentially, um, but we do raise money. We accept donations for a local a charity that works with, you know, victims of people in the sex trafficking trade, those sorts of things. So it's one of those opportunities to, to learn, to be empowered, and then also just to give back to people who are, you know, just in the thick of it. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. You're doing so many things. You're giving back to the community. You're helping people feel more secure and confident and just exactly. a very wholesome person. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> we have uh, discussed a few things about business and what people should know, marketing and connecting with clients. But in general, what do you think every single photographer should know about the business side of things? Oh, this is such a great question about the business side of things. I would say the most important thing you can know is your numbers, um, which I also know is probably one of the more difficult and uncomfortable things for the majority of photographers, um, because traditionally speaking, photographers are more creative minded and that's great and that's awesome, but they tend to be less analytical and less looking at the numbers of things. Um, but like what we were saying earlier in this conversation, when you know your numbers, when you are priced profitably, that gives you so many more options. So I would say knowing what you need to charge being very clear on like the financial goals that you have for yourself every single month. Um, and then also again, every single year being clear, okay, like if you make X amount of dollars, what do you need to set aside for taxes and actually um, practice and like put into practice, okay, you're going to open up another account and save up for taxes so it doesn't sneak up on you or you're not stressing out during tax season. Um, and then also just having a budget where you can reinvest back into your business. And so I think the most important thing is just really having a good handle on um, the financial aspect of your business and making sure you are telling your money where to go because when you can do that, it's going to give you choices. It's going to allow you to make decisions um, that will help you to grow your business. And then also too, like it gives you a very clear picture of, okay, how many more clients do you need to book in order to reach this goal? Um, and so like, I just feel like it, it brings a lot of clarity when you know your numbers. Absolutely. And by the way, to the listeners, this is coming from someone who didn't study business, right? <laughs> yeah, but it did take me a couple of years to figure this part out. So um, I definitely learned through the school of hard knocks. And let me just say it's much better, a um, lot less stressful if you just take the time to learn the numbers now, um, because uh, you'll have a lot more peace of mind. I'll say it that way. Yeah, no, that's a great approach. And I hope that this is inspiring for the listeners, because uh, oftentimes when you think of starting a business, you feel insecure compared to people who have studied business sure. at university or people who have all this experience. It seems very intimidating. But in reality, uh, you know, Heather has been doing an amazing job with her business and she had to experience a lot of different uh, failures and successes in order to get to where she is. So you're a very great example of that. So thank you well, so thank much you. for sharing your experience. Well. I appreciate that. Thank you. Very uplifting. Photographycourse.net is a place where you can find an abundance of photography inspiration in different forms like premium courses, articles, video tutorials, editing resources, and much more. We have a thriving community where you can meet new people, receive constructive criticism, and discover new ideas every single day. Here is a message from one of our top community members, Robert Morton. Hi, my name is Rob. 
I specialise in wildlife photography and landscape photography. I'm a member of photographycourse.net online community. I like the community because you get some fantastic ideas and some great feedback. So take your photography to the next level by clicking the link in the description. That's what I did and I haven't looked back. If you want to join our online community, go to photographycourse.net and enter the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member. What is your definition of success? Oh, um, my definition of success, and let me also say that I think every single person has a different definition and like no two sizes fit. Um, but my definition of success in photography would be serving my clients and also my photography students really, really well. Um, specifically for my students, like I want them to understand and to actually experience the joys that come from making a consistent living, doing what they love, and then also um, being, you know, the, the husband, the wife, the mom, the dad, who's home and can actually enjoy family life as well. Um, so that would be my definition of success in photography. And then also me experiencing that as well. Um, and also just having opportunity and flexibility and, uh, and also the finances to give back to the causes. I think one of the great things about being a business owner of any kind and not just photography, but a business owner of any kind is there's no cap on your income. And so as I pursued photography, as I pursued my own business, I've actually had a lot more wiggle room in my finances to give back to causes and people that just really pull up my heartstrings and I feel like that's just such an amazing way to um, just make an impact so honestly a part of my definition of success is being able to give more <laughs> and actually having that that profitable sustainable business that allows me to give to other things like for example I, I uh, work with a lot of organizations in India and we build wells for communities and villages that don't have access to clean drinking water we're about ready to build our third well this year and the reason I'm able to do that is because my business is set up profitably and I have the flexibility in my finances to give to those other places and those people and it just really pulls on my heartstrings so why not <laughs> That's incredibly beautiful. Thank you so much for doing that and for giving back to the community. And you have a lot of things on your plate, as, you, as the listeners, yes. are, I'm sure, <laughs> know already. But you balance yes. everything beautifully. Do you delegate tasks? Do you have a team that works for you as well? Yes, I do. So delegation has been one of the more difficult things for me to learn. I will admit that. Um, I do actually have a full-time employee, which has been very, very helpful. So he started with me probably about eight months ago. Um, and before I hired that first full-time employee, I did have, a, you know, quite a few different VAs work for me as well on a part-time status. But I think definitely having that team um, really helps take you to that next level. There comes a point in every business owner's life where like they are the one holding themselves back by not letting go. And so I think it's very important to as we were saying earlier, have boundaries for when you're going to get things done and like hold to that unless it's like a, a dire emergency. Um, so you actually have that time and space to work. And then also making sure that you have a team or just people around you 
who can do the things that, that you can't. So um, for example, like my assistant, like I still handle all of my, the sales portions. Of course, I'm still doing all the shooting. Um, I still handle, you know, coaching all of my photography clients. So like I still handle a lot of things, but I've learned to give everything to him that doesn't need me in order to make it happen. So like all the back end things or like um, scheduling social media or my blog posts or editing videos, all of those things are things that need to get done, but they're not things that I need to do. So he's been a great support in that. And then, you know, for any photographer who is on the, the newer side of things, like it doesn't mean like you have to have a, a full-time employee right away. It might be simple, something as simple as like getting a house cleaner or um, just, you know, I, I know um, in my local area, you, we have the option of like ordering groceries and like having them delivered. So like, it's just basically thinking of ways, okay, where can you save time um, with the things that you don't like doing or the things that you don't enjoy doing and have somebody else or some sort of a service do it for you. I love that. I Something I noticed about you is that you look beyond photography with the events that you're doing. It's not just about photography. It's about helping people when it comes to delegating tasks. It's not just within photography. It's also, you know, groceries right. maybe or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's really smart. You have to think about the big picture and you have to remove as many things as possible that maybe are not very, um, are adding stress to your life, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The less stressed you are, the happier you are as a person, as a person. Yeah. And honestly, the more creative you can be, you'll get more ideas. You'll be able to have the energy to actually um, follow through on those ideas and get it done. So honestly, like if, for anybody who wants to delegate, I would just write a whole list of things that you have to do in your business and then pick out the one or two things that you just hate doing, the things that you procrastinate on, and then see if there's somebody who can help you with those things. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, let's jump on to your photography. So the actual photos that you take, you do such a wonderful job. You mentioned that you photograph uh, high school seniors mm -hmm. and the images are beautiful. They're very well lit and they have a certain magic to them that is uh, rare to find in portrait photography. So let's start with camera equipment. What, what gear do you use? Sure. Yeah. So I love using Canon. I've always used Canon. So I am a, a Canon girl through and through. <laughs> Amazing. I'm a Canon girl too. High five. <laughs> <laughs> and what are your shoots like? Um, do you guide your models? I'm sure you guide them. Um, yeah. Because they're not professionals, right? So how do you go through that process? Three sessions. So my hair and makeup artist actually meets my clients before I do. And she gets them all ready to go. And then I come about an hour and a half later. And then, you know, we look through all the outfits, we decide, okay, what are we going to wear first and, and where we're going to like, what specific backdrop for it. And then we spend about 90 ish minutes photographing. Um, I usually, for the most part, my, my clients, I'm just using a high school senior as an example, but they get like three to four outfit changes. And um, we just kind of like run through different poses, different lighting scenarios, different backups, you know, the typically what any photographer would, would do. Um, and I'm definitely more I, I like to direct my clients. Um, I can't remember a single, okay, maybe like one or two people I've photographed that are actually comfortable in front of the camera. And so the majority of my clients are very uncomfortable with it. So I do talk to them a lot. I do direct them. I tell them where to put their hands, how to pose, what, you know, where to put their weight on their feet. So I am communicating with them throughout this entire process. Um, and then after the photo shoot, 
I actually do something called a same day viewing, which means my clients will more than likely go back, grab a bite to eat because they're super hungry by this point in time. But I actually bring my laptop to every single photo shoot and I will download all of my images right away. I will quickly cull through them and then lightly edit, you know, the ones that I'm going to show my clients. And so within about an hour, I have a selection of like 50 or 60 images that I'm going to show them. And then I'll meet back up with my clients for the image reveal. And then we'll spend the next hour going through the pictures I took. And then that's when they actually pick the ones that they want to purchase. Um, and then I also show them the products that I offer. Like I've mentioned before, like an album, canvases, prints. And so they actually make their, their selection that evening. And, um, and then they pay me and then I go home and, you know, hang out with my family. <laughs> that's so nice. It's so smart because they don't have the option of running away or procrastinating on this. Not that they would want to, but just, you know, some people might have super busy. People lives. get busy. Yeah. They, they so, and like, oh. this is one of the things that I, I've been doing in my business for the last couple of years. And it was honestly, it's been one of the best things I've done in my business because my clients are already in that, that mindset of like, Hey, they just had a really great photography experience. They're feeling really good about themselves because you know, they have their hair and makeup done. They, so they feel really great. And I know my clients and my area, we live in a, you know, a suburbs of a really big city. And so people are just always busy, always on the go. Traffic is a nightmare. It's, I don't like it at all, but it's a reality of where I live. And so I just found that like, if I wait, um, it's just more difficult to meet back up with my client a week or two later. It's more aggravating and frustrating. And so it's just one of those things that uh, probably six years ago, I think at this point in time, is when I started just doing same day viewings and it's been so well received by my clients. Um, my average sale increased immediately by over a thousand dollars because I was showing my clients their photos, you know, immediately instead of them waiting for a gallery or waiting for another ordering appointment, you know, a week or two later. So they were super happy with the experience. It saved them time. It saved myself time because I wasn't, you know, spending hours and hours and hours editing and re-editing and re-editing again. So so it was just a really great um, business decision to make. And so honestly, that's probably one of the favorite things about my photography sessions is that it's not only that we get to take the pictures the same day, but I also show them their images. They place their final order. And then when I get home, I know exactly which images they paid for. And so those images... I'll of course go back through for a more thorough edit before I place the product order. Um, and so it, again, it just saves me so much time because I'm only working on the images that they've already paid me for. That's amazing. Truly. Wow. Virtual applause. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It saves everyone a lot of time and yes. it has a positive psychological effect on the clients because they're still in that moment and happy feelings. Uh, yes. They're experiencing from the shoot and, uh, they know that you're there for them fully and completely. Exactly. Yeah, you're making yeah. time for them and they appreciate that, I'm sure. Yep, exactly. Let's focus a little bit more on social media because uh, when I checked out your Instagram account, it said that your account got hacked a while ago. You had, <laughs> yes. Yeah, you had thousands of followers, so I'm sure yep. that's a terrible experience. I'm sorry it happened, but what was it like, like experiencing that? And do you have any security uh, tips for photographers with yes. social media profiles? So I will say that this is not the first time that I've lost access to my social media. 
Um, so I unfortunately have experienced this before more on Facebook, not necessarily Instagram. And so I've always been of the mindset of social media is great, but as photographers, we should never place all of our eggs in one basket and rely solely on social media. Um, so I, I honestly, like I woke up one morning and I couldn't log into my Instagram. I didn't know what was going on. Of course, I tried many different devices and it still wouldn't work. Um, so I was hacked and then whomever hacked me changed my username and then also my password. And there was no way for me to get back in. I tried to get it back, but of course, um, that was, gosh, that was kind of like pointless because I didn't get it back. So, you know, after a couple of emails and, um, just following up, I just realized, okay, I, I'm not going to get this back at all. I just need to start all over. And so it was really, I mean, it was frustrating. I had a lot of content on there, a lot of photos, a lot of videos. A lot of, you know, honestly, just even family photos and, and, and whatnot. I mean, of course, I have all of it backed up, but it was nice to have it all in one place. So it was and it is, still is a, a bummer for sure. Um, but I learned in that moment, like the first day that I was hacked, I was like, okay, it's gone. Like I made the decision to not let it, um, to not be affected by that in a sense of like, I'm not going to complain about it. Like I literally cannot do anything more to change it. So I honestly, I asked myself, I'm like, okay, so like, what can I do right now that would, you know, honestly just have the biggest impact in my business. And it's so interesting because as soon as that Instagram was gone, I was like, oh, you know what? Like I have always wanted to write a, a photography book and I've never had the time for it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and take the next couple of days because I don't have any social media. Um, I'm not, you know, lost in a scroll. I'm like, I'm just going to take that time and write the book that I've always said I wanted to do, but never made time to do it. And I literally not even kidding. I wrote a photography business book in four days. And then of course I it had to go through some edits. So that took a couple of weeks, but I wrote an entire book in four days and it was just, it showed me how much time social media has, um, I've allowed it to suck from, um, from my attention. And I, I think it's so important that like when we lose something as photographers or when something doesn't go our way, we can actually make a conscious choice to, to do the next right thing and to not like get knocked down by it, but to ask ourselves, okay, like with this gone or with, you know, that didn't work out the way I planned, what is something that I can do right now that will really um, take my business to that next level. In my case, it was to write a book because I always wanted to do it. And I got it done really, really quickly. And not only that, but I had so much fun writing it. And I'm so thrilled with the results. And, you know, we have hundreds of people have already purchased it, which is so incredible. And I'm getting a lot of great reviews. And so again, I think it's just proof that like, hey, when bad things happen, we can really turn it around and um, do something positive with that bad experience. And like, it doesn't have to knock us down. Absolutely. Well, that's such a, a positive attitude. And also, I love that you turn that into a business strategy, essentially. Now you have a book. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's really weird, weird to say, but you know, it losing Instagram made me way more productive. I mean, of course, I have a new Instagram page now. Um, I it, it is necessary as a photographer. So I'm not saying to like not be on Instagram. Um, but I'm saying like any if anybody loses any social media, it doesn't mean your business is lost. Just you know, think outside the box and you can still be proactive in other areas. Exactly. And so speaking of that book, what is it about? 
So it's called the Becoming Booked Method. And basically it's a guide for any photographer who wants to get more bookings and actually have a profitable business. Um, it's a, a little over 130 pages long and 15 chapters. But basically I look back on my journey as a photographer and though I didn't realize this while I was in the middle of it, when I'm looking back, I can see very clearly how I, my business went through five different phases to get to where I'm at today. And, you know, just having that, um, honestly, just having a fully booked calendar, working with clients that I absolutely, I went through these five phases. These are the phases that I actually teach inside my mentorship program. So basically the book talks about those five phases and what photographers need to do to shift from, you know, just really loving, you know, photography, wanting more bookings or wanting more income, but then also like, what are the steps they need to take to actually have, um, you know, a full calendar with clients that actually value photography. And then also just, we talk a lot about numbers too, because that's a very important part, but then all we also about like what to charge and how to communicate that to clients. So it's very much a photography business book and marketing book. And I provide scripts in there. Um, so it's, it's really, it's, it's just a business book. <laughs> it sounds great. It seems like a great business book for photographers who want to improve the way that they handle their businesses. And what was the book writing process like? The words just flow out? or Oh my you- gosh. Yes. I, I loved it. I was, um, it, so it took quite a, so I wrote it in four days, but like I spent a lot of time on those four days writing it, but I found that it just flowed. And honestly, it's because I've been living this stuff for the last decade. So it was honestly really easy to write because it's, it's been my life for, for over 10 years. So it's kind of like second nature. Um, and so it was honestly a really enjoyable experience. And, um, I love just kind of like pulling out, it it is kind of like the cliff note version of all the high points um, that a photographer would need to take their business to the next level. Of course, you know, there's a lot more, you know, layers to it. It can definitely go more in depth. That's why we have a mentorship program with support and accountability, but the book is a really great introduction to getting those more, like to know what you need to do to have the right mindset, to get more bookings, to know what to say, to attract the clients you want. And then also just to know about the pricing and communicating that with your, your clientele. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really, really interesting. And uh, I think it's uh, proof that you don't need to spend years on a book. Right. (laughs) Right. It's possible. You know, there are so many people who it's taken them over 10 years to write a book and it's just good to know that there are different options out there, depending on how much time you have and on how distracted you are. You wrote it in four days and then you edited it for two weeks, which I think is a very short amount of time. And that's amazing. Yes, (laughs) it was a short amount of time comparatively speaking. But um, again, I think it just goes back to what you value, you'll make time for. And um, I value the business that I've been able to create. And I, I really want to get this information out to people because it has made such a positive impact in my life and not just my life, but also just my family life. And I can, I look at what I'm doing with my kids nowadays and I, and I like my business has given me the option to just even homeschool them now, which is so incredible because um, I, I love spending every day with my kids and being able to be their teacher in that capacity. But like, honestly, photography has allowed me to be more present in my family life. And um, it's just really cool because I, I don't want to just build a great business. I also want to build great families and great relationships with those family members. So you have such an amazing story. I mean, if you 
were to stay, uh, if you had stayed at that university and had that job, your life probably would have been extremely different to what it is now, but you yeah. were able to take control because you were laid off and you changed your life. And now you have this amazing balance yeah. and it's serving you beautifully. So yeah, it's such a, such a great example of a healthy business photographer. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, again, I'm not perfect by any means, but uh, it's not about perfection. I think it's just a matter of um, learning from our mistakes because they're going to happen and just, you know, taking that next step forward. Absolutely. Well, Heather, I have one more question for you. And that is, what is the one thing you'd like to achieve in this great big photography world? Ah, man, I would say, honestly, like, I just want to work with more photographers. I, I know so many who, who struggle with building a business. And then I also know that the toll that it takes on their family and so I, I honestly, like, I just want to work with more photographers and helping them achieve the businesses that they want, the businesses that would be a blessing to their family and then also to their clientele, because I mean, it is possible. Um, I have loved my journey as a photographer and I know there's so many others who, who want something similar and I want to be able to show them that strategy in order to achieve it. Heather, I really appreciate your passion for photography and for helping photographers. I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for opening up uh, in this interview and for sharing your tips for business and photography. I'm sure that the listeners are very inspired and I really look forward to seeing everything else you do in the future. Well, thank you so much. It's such an honor again being here. Thank you. I really appreciate what Heather had to say about photography, business, and educating others. And I think that she's a very talented and wise businesswoman. I definitely learned a lot from her and I hope that you did as well. I hope that she inspired you and showed you that it's possible to have a good work-life balance. You don't need to stress out every single day. If you prioritize and if you set boundaries, then chances are you will feel much less stressed and you'll be able to take amazing photographs in the process. If you want to join this conversation, maybe ask Heather some questions, ask us some questions as a community, feel free to join us. There's a link to our online photography community in the description. We would love to hear from you and we will see you next week. There's a simple reason why photographycourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography. While you're at it, Claim your special discount code by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member.